Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Roy Green isn't afraid to poke the bear. And neither is she. This is the Roy Green Show with special guest host Alex Pearson on the Chorus Radio Network. Dabby here with us. You're listening to the Roy Green Show. And, of course, we do like to poke the bear, right? At least I do. It was actually my nickname at one point. Uh, but speaking of someone who can poke the bear, Catherine Swift comes in on the other side of this conversation. And we've got some calls. I do see you. I'll ask you to stand by patiently as I get Catherine's take. Uh, you know, Smokey obviously touting the uh, the needs of the unions and that they are more relevant today than they were. And you say what, Catherine? I listened to your interview with Smokey just out of interest. And of all the union leaders that I've dealt with over the years, and there are many, he's one of the least dishonest. (laughs) No, I like to give him that. No, no, I'll totally give him that. He's, but still. You know, some of the stuff, all this stuff about inequality increasing, that is not true in Canada. It is true in the U.S. And I think we read the headlines so often from the U.S. that we think it's true here. You know, so a, a lot of his, you know, case was frankly not really based on fact but but that being said alex uh, you know i've had a long reputation as someone who has had problems with unions and to tell you the truth and this is something smokey didn't mention unions in canada are the most privileged in the world in terms of the law the legal framework that enables them when people are forced to pay dues they have no control over how those dues are spent. And we've seen in a bunch of recent elections, last year's federal election, uh, Ontario election, the Alberta election, uh, that elected the NDP, et cetera, public sector unions in particular spending millions and millions of their members' dollars without the approval of those members. Frankly, if, if unions were like every other organization, and as you know, I headed up a business group for many years in, in Canada, and our dues were voluntary. If union dues were voluntary, I'd say knock yourself out. Go and earn your keep, make your case, that, or not, you know, as everybody else has to do. But unions in Canada are immensely privileged, and the problem we have today, and, and you were alluding to it in, in some of your comments with Smokey there, was, is that they, frankly, are protecting the privilege now. They are no longer representing. You know, 100 years ago, I totally agree. Unions were necessary, and they represented people that had no, you know, power or influence in the workplace. Now, there are 60% of Canadian union members work for government. Yeah, I mean, look, when you're, when, you're, it's, it's, when your neighbor's totally a bus driver... around. Yeah, when, you're, when your neighbor's a bus driver and they're retired at 55, you've got to ask a few questions. I mean... I know I'm going to work till I'm 110. Shall I make it that long? But I do think that there's this, I think there's just a bit too much power uh, when we talk about the public service uh, unions in this country that it's, there's a huge imbalance here. There, there is a massive imbalance. 
And again, we know from a ton of research, there's been tons of research done by many, many organizations uh, over the years that shows your average public sector worker, if you factor in pensions, that early retirement you were mentioning there, uh, better holidays and all that kind of jazz, fewer hours worked per week, by the way, they tend to make on average 40% more, 40% more than the same job would pay in the private sector. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what demolished Detroit, Greece, Venezuela, you know, on and on and on and on. This is not a winning proposition for our economy or our society. And I have no, listen, I have no problem. You know, government people should totally be paid fairly and, and uh, compensated well and all that jazz. But when it gets so out of sync, uh, and when we have public sector unions influencing elections to the extent that they you know, dominate the messaging out there because they got so much money because those forced dues mean they got money flowing in whether they earned it or not. And, and you know, people vote accordingly. Then we have governments, and, and, and any government, I, I would say right now in particular, our federal government, our Ontario government, our Alberta government are all basically kowtowing to public sector unions. Public sector, the public sector workforce is 20% of the population in Canada. When they are inordinately uh, influential with any government, then 80% of Canadians are getting sold down the river. Let's bring Stephanie into this conversation because, Stephanie, you've been so patient waiting on the line. But you see the good and bad. Hello? Hey, Stephanie. Hi. I thought I'd call in um, because my I work in a hospital and we are not unionized. But what we have seen is a lot of people come from the unionized hospitals because they can't get vacation because people have more seniority than them. Yeah, it's interesting. Thanks, Stephanie, for that. And, Catherine, I think that is that is a bit of a problem that does happen. You get unions that protect the more senior, senior people, which really holds back those who want to move forward or have the same uh, privileges. Well, this, this is another impact of the inordinate high level of unionization in the public sector, it, which is that unions don't, People are not rewarded on the basis of competence, hard work, or whatever. They're rewarded for seniority. So in other words, the fairly you know, ineffective employee, who nevertheless has seniority, gets preference over the person that's working hard, really trying to make a go of it. And when I look at public services here when, in Ontario, where I live, we had a report come out about a week ago, and you and I talked about it, Alex, uh, uh, that showed that 50% of, of grade 6 students were achieving um, math uh, competency outcomes. I believe that the unionization and the fact that unions promote seniority over competence and skills means that our public services are being terribly eroded in terms of their quality. So this has a very, very pervasive effect, unfortunately, in so many respects. And I mean, something smoky there, you know, didn't really remark upon. In, in the private sector, you have to compete. If you're not you know, making making a living, if you're not contributing, then you're either going to lose your job or that business is going to be in trouble and everybody loses their job. But in the public sector, there's no competition. And back in the 1940s, you probably recall, the well, notion was, of well, even unionizing government yeah. was viewed as not possible. And I think now we maybe see why. Let me give Mark a quick, you got 20 seconds, Mark. You got a comment for uh, Catherine, a comment? Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned Venezuela and these countries are in complete disasters right now. Canada, I tell you, is about 10 years hard from being behind that. I mean, I think it's union, union or not, I'm a trucker out in BC. I tell you, people in Alberta 
part her her team big mm-hmm. time yeah. and i think it's epic the, the policies this government is bringing in that is shutting down this economy nationally is a complete joke and it's a disaster disaster Mark, on epic levels epic levels uh, mark thank you i'm glad i gave you the time because Catherine, i think you know and i've got like 10 seconds left i think he kind of kind of dots the eye there yeah well the bottom line is whenever you have frankly, incompetence rewarded over competence. When you have people protecting their turf, which is what the public sector unions do now, at the expense of the yeah. majority of Canadians, we have a broken system and something got, something's got to give. <laughs> yeah, it's generally the middle class and the working people. That's Catherine, right. thank you. That's Catherine Swift of Working Canadians joining us today. All right, quick break here. And when we come back, kneeling during the national anthem, you planning to do it today? Not a good idea. We'll talk about that. I'm Alex Pearson. You're listening to The Groy Green Show here on Chorus Radio Network.